0: Welcome to our podcast, Powerful Life 222, with Jamie and Tara. Get ready for an awesome episode. Hi, and welcome to Powerful Life 222 podcast with Jamie and Tara. And uh, this is actually our first, I guess, official podcast without introduction and everything. And we are pretty much going to just converse. Um, the topic that we kind of came up with today because it really, um, drives home, uh, especially for Tara is, um, uh, loss of a pet, um, a dog specifically. Um, she recently lost her dog, Scooby. I did. And, um, we just think this is a really good topic to talk about because I think a lot of us go through it and, I think when you um, are able to relate and understand each other through it, it helps us with the grief, right? I do. I think mm-hmm. so. And I think
1: um, losing a pet um, in this society, I was thinking about in the last couple of days, I think it's very, very strange that as adults, we expect people to go through these lost situations, um, especially with pets, and then pick yourself up the next couple days and just keep going on. Like, Mm -hmm. it's nothing. And yet, um, for some people, I think even for myself, um, a pet loss can be even more than like losing humans or relationships or jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, the loss of a pet, I think, is Mm -hmm. a huge space. And so I think it's very interesting what is not given in support in our society. It's strange. Like, we don't give people a lot of room to grieve. Mm-mm. Or to process loss. And how do you? Right. You know, when you've had something near you for, I mean, my pup was next to me for 13 years, 13 mm-hmm. and a half years, mm-hmm. every single, like, lot of moments. Mm-hmm. So every moment forward is without that. Mm-hmm. And the other day, what I keep thinking is, where is my dog? I know. Like, how yeah. is this being here, right? Next to me? Mm-hmm. And where is my dog? He's right. gone. Yeah. And it's like all the things you lose in your life, your mm-hmm. keys, your socks. Mm-hmm. Like, where are these things we lose? What right. is this space? Mm-hmm. Where's my dog?
0: Right. No, I totally get it. Like, it's like the, it's always with you. Like you, you actually almost like, even when they're gone, you actually look down and you're like, cause they're always by you. So you just already feel like they're there still. You know? Those have been the yep. hardest moments. Mm-hmm. If, when I've cried
1: and mm-hmm. when I've gotten emotional, that's when it's happened. It's because i heard a little... You, you hear his little sniff and this mm-hmm. little sneeze thing mm-hmm. he does to go outside. And I turn around. Oh, you want to go... Out? Oh, oh, you're not,
0: you're there. not there. Right. I like, know. It's so hard.
1: And then he... The thump, thump of his tail, like...
0: Yeah. You hear it. even you hear it. even it, though it's like...
1: This, right. You know? Mm-hmm. So these patterns continue. So then... It highlights that it's not there,
0: right? So that's when it's well, and when something is in your life, um, animals or even a human or mm-hmm. whatever. Some people like humans more. Not yes, everybody right. likes <laughs> dogs more. Yes, right? Right. I understand.
1: Some people like the people. <laughs> yes,
0: um, but it. I feel like the loss is always harder when it's a consistent thing in your life, right? Yes. So, so if that person is a spouse or a child, then they're always there with you, right? Or a dog or whatever. They're consistently in your life every single day for hours on end of a day. So, so it's like it, I feel like when, when, if you lose someone who lives out of state or something that's not every day, a part every day of your moment, that's when I feel the grief is harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I lost my first pet that was important to me. Um, <clears throat> when I was 12 years old and I was an only ch- I'm an only child. So, um she was my sibling, my best friend. Like she was with me all the time. Wow. And so when I lost her, that was huge um uh, for me. Um and then I felt like I always needed a dog after that. Like I I always wanted some thing around, some companionship. And, and so with through my life I've had a couple sets of dogs and even cats um and I feel like every time it's still so hard because they're my running partners they're my I mean my cat works out with me if you if you go to powerful life youtube um my cat blue is in the videos working out with me and so when if he's not there. That's going to be very hard for me. I run with my dog every day, just like you ran with Scooby every day. Um, so I mean, even right now he's getting older to where I want to run with them every day. And I don't want the day to where he can't, can't. you know, because he looks forward to those days and he wants to, but like he's starting to, he's 12 now and I am trying to keep that dog to live forever. (laughs)
1: When
0: you figure that out, let me know. Right? I give him frankincense, by the way. If anyone wants to give their dog frankincense essential oil, it produces healthy cells. And it is, in my opinion, I call it liquid life or gold or whatever. And... Um, Did you just put it in capsules. Did you just take yes. the liquid form. Put yes, I put it in a capsule. Yes, I put it. Yeah, I wrap it in salami, oh. and I give it to him with CBD oil. Okay. Um, for his joints and everything. And um, so and I'm. He's in great shape. I mean, he's. Oh, he, yeah. well, and also I will tell you, I started um, feeding him. It's called Gentle Giants. Okay. Um, food, and uh, if you look at their like promotions and their bags, it actually shows you. Great Danes that are living 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, big dogs that are living longer. And since I got him on this food, his spunk, I mean, he was following it just around. Yeah, Normally, he yeah. after we run in the morning, mm-hmm. he will lay down and, like, sleep the rest of the day. He wants to play later in the afternoon. He's looking at me like, let's do, well, let's do stuff. Like, he... Yeah, he's real
1: youthful when I'm around him. He yeah. doesn't seem right. older to me.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, and he also has fatty tumors, which frankincense is the like all time, I call it cancer killer. Like, (laughs) and so I make sure his fatty tumors don't turn into cancer. That's another thing with frankincense. And so, um, I take it to be preventative. So, um, I give it to him every day. It's a little expensive, but Mm -hmm. I mean, he is worth it. (laughs) You know, I
1: actually have a bottle that, um, was brought back from Egypt for me. I have frankincense and mirth. I have them. Yes, mirth. They
0: gave it to Jesus. Oh yeah. Like I have two bottles, but I yeah. Mm Mhm. Yeah,
1: they're uh, they're prized
0: prized bottles of oils that I have. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Um. So I also wanted to talk to you guys about um. I help deal um or help people through grief, and um. If you ever want to look it up, you could always look up grief wheel, and it kind of shows you what you go through when. You're going through grief. And it could be with a pet, with a person, with a relationship, with a job, with anything. Like right? grief any, is loss. lost in general. Losses.
1: it can be, I mean, when you're a little kid losing your toy creates right. grief. I exactly. mean, the feeling's exactly the same regardless right. of what yep. the loss is. Exactly. It's a losing of something. Right. It's a very innate human emotion because mm-hmm. it comes down to, at the end of the day, we have all of this, but we also lose it. Right. And so it puts your own mortality mm-hmm. front and center. That's yeah, part of
0: it exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, when you look at the wheel, um, it's pretty much like you you have shock normally in the beginning, and then you feel the loss, so sadness, and then you could go into anger mm-hmm. as well. And sometimes you could go back and forth from sadness to anger, depending on you know what happened, or you know I'm angry that they're not here. Yeah. Or, you know I'm upset. And, and I try to tell people that anger actually is a secondary emotion. So normally you have sadness before you have anger. And a lot of times if you deal with the sadness first, you won't go to the anger, but it's normal. I mean,
1: if you see people road raging on the road yeah. and they're just these angry old men and they're just screaming while they're in the road. If you got to sit those people down and you really got to peel back the layers, I guarantee you there's some deep sadness yes. somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And like I always say, misery loves company. So a lot of people who are sad, they want others to be sad and angry. So they will Mm -hmm. actually be mean to you to try to get you to come into it, to be with them because they don't feel alone. And loneliness is also another uh, feeling of sadness. And then it goes to anger, right?
1: Yeah. And I would say in depths of, especially for me, like sadness and grief and aloneness and anger with anger a lot Um, Mm -hmm. I don't want other people around so Mm -hmm. it is isolating and you Mm -hmm. can be alone and it's not I mean those are spaces that I don't want people Mm -hmm. hanging out with me in it so if you stay in that too long Mm -hmm. or you cling in that Mm -hmm. for a long time and get lost in it then you can isolate yourself to a point where it's not
0: right and then you get depression and then you Mm -hmm. go into other things and then um, a lot of times if you're in those things too long, it could actually start to be part of who you are, right? Yeah. Um, and so idea. you got to be careful with that. Um, it's actually, the sooner you can get out of those moments, the better for you. It's coping, right? So um, it can help you lift up and and then be able to... Then the next would be getting into like, it's like um, rebuilding or it's like uh, reorganizing, right? After you go through that, you, you're like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to rise. Up. I'm going to really like get go. five puppy. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm going <laughs> to get five puppies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and, I'm not. No, yeah. I'm not. No, right. That's a joke. <laughs> right. And so, so, but then you get into where you almost like want to restructure. You want to have a new beginning. You want to yes. like, you know, get to that point and then you have maintenance. So then you're kind of maintaining that. And a lot of times we'll go back around. We'll even go back to shock. We'll go back. So that's why they call it a wheel. It's like a circle. And so you just got to try to recognize where you're at, when you're at, and where you want to be, right?
1: And I found that what really helps me is that I give myself full permission that when joy arrives, even Mm -hmm. when it's the very next day Mm -hmm. and I should be sad and there's a moment of joy, I don't dismiss it. I can still feel the 20 hours of sadness, but if the Mm -hmm. 20 minutes of joy pop in, I don't diminish that and make that go away so I get back to the sadness. I... Really, let that good time come in and feel it, and allow myself to have it. Give myself inexcusable permission for joy, and I think that's what a lot of people don't do. Mm -hmm. Because if I really loved you and I really missed you, then I'll just stay in this sadness to prove it, Mm -hmm. and then I, I almost dishonor you if I find joy. Mm -hmm. And um, I know people who've been stuck in a family member's death or a loss of a relationship for 10, 15 years in that same space. Because if I ever let it go, it means I no longer care. love you or care. Yeah. Yeah. And all I can say is that I mean, those people are probably pretty pissed that you would just sit there and waste mm-hmm. what they don't get to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something. Right. So um,
0: I love that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. That's great because I think that's so important. Um, A lot of people feel that if they let go of it or they're not sad about it, that they are dishonoring that person. And actually, it's the opposite, I feel. Because don't you feel like that person or your dog or your animal, they just wanted to make you happy all the time. That's really was their goal. I mean, Scooby...
1: crazy but I like to dance and I don't know how many people like watch me dance but I love to dance mm-hmm. and that was one of his favorite things <laughs> like this you dog to liked to watch me dance <laughs> <laughs> Aww, <laughs> I don't know awesome. what we were in our past lives but yeah. he's like, all right dance for me <laughs> and so right before his passing Aww. I did I yeah. turned on fun music and he loved it uh-huh. and since then in moments I have danced since right and I know that that's, great. that's okay
0: because he loved it he
1: loved it
0: yeah yeah That's awesome. And so, so like, that's where I feel that that person or animal or whatever would want you to have joy because they loved you. Right. And so it's, oh, I feel, and and with my work with grief and Mm -hmm. learning more about it, I I almost feel like being sad is actually dishonoring them because Mm -hmm. it, it, they would never want you to be sad. They loved you. They would want you to flourish and and live life and, and not and de- love. not
1: destroy yourself or others right. that's a you know I had a friend of mine a while back and she'd gone to a therapist and she somebody in her life had passed and the therapist had was really coming down on her about let it go let it go and she was talking to me and she was like I don't want to let it go mm-hmm. and what I knew about her is she was strong enough she could carry that any way she wanted Right. she didn't have to let it harm her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's the thing is sometimes you don't have to let certain things go it's just how you carry it right. Are you harming yourself or others right. if not you can carry it right you can carry that sadness yeah you just don't have to hurt yourself or others in the sadness in the process. and stay stuck in it and mm-hmm. staying stuck in it means not feeding yourself, not bathing, mm-hmm. not uh, moving forward in relationships, not you know actually taking good care of your body mm mm-hmm. And um, that's the number one thing. It's like, be sad, but just get up and eat. <laughs> right. Just still feed yourself. That's right. all. Or whatever it is, the little things. Like, don't, mm. don't mistreat yourself. Right. Or the ones around you that need you the most. Right. Because you're sad. Right. And you can still be sad. Right. And you exactly. can still carry it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to carry it to the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's things I'll carry yeah in a certain way forever that's mm-hmm. probably not the most joyful, but right. As long I don't have helpful. to let it dig into my
0: back I don't have right. to let it you know uh-huh. harm me or the people well, in my life right you know? yeah and the biggest thing like bringing that up is um, when you are in disease right yes. then you bring disease to your body um, so I mean, I kind of struggle with people going to the doctor um, the medical doctor because a lot of times, um, it starts more with the mental, and that's why you are having disease. Um, is because but you don't take care of the mental, and a lot of us don't take care of the mental first. We we, we just, don't know how we don't we no, don't know how we don't. Um, I, I was mean. just
1: telling my daughter and niece the other day. Please remember that pain is not always a signifier that something is wrong or that there's damage. It actually means let go mm-hmm. you're clinging somewhere yes. you're holding tight somewhere so hard mm-hmm. that you're hurting right so try to find out where that cling is and where you're you know oh it's in your jaw because you're stressed mm-hmm. that's why your teeth are hurting yeah or right. something oh i have a headache yeah. because i sat with the shoulder just for a moment right just get in touch with that shoulder exactly. and just let it go a little bit and right. then it's amazing mm-hmm. how it does look how out. It it's does. amazing.
0: I've seriously even said pain doesn't live inside me. Um, I am pain free and I've done that and it is seriously disappeared. Like I am letting go. There's everything. nothing I need to stress yeah. about. Like everything is fine. And, and everything is in transit. Every mm-hmm.
1: energy is in transit at every single moment. Mm-hmm. Atoms are moving at all the time. Something can't stay mm-hmm. in one position forever. Right. It's what you're clinging to and hanging on to, right. and you can let things move in and move out. And I mean, pain's real. Yep, it exists. Yeah, there's some days I wake up with awful headaches. Right. But it doesn't mean the next nine days have to
0: mm-hmm. stay in pain. I agree. So it's shifting that. But yeah, it's so. Okay.
1: Yeah, grief is. I, I wholeheartedly believe that grief is the source of humans existential issues and all of our mm-hmm. pain and depression and how we harm others
0: come from right. grief how well, does it ripple for well the older you get you have more grief
1: and right? you know and if you're young and you have grief and you don't have to handle it and you harm someone and then they harm someone and they harm someone it just ripples out and right. it all comes back to how do we handle grief mm-hmm. and most of it's done in anger.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. and so with that um we had major grief in our family with my husband's identical twin brother passing. And, um, with my background in, um, psychology, um, uh, we, we basically started a foundation in his honor about kindness and mm-hmm. through our, um, all of our, you know, research and everything, we actually found out that doing acts of kindness is one of the best ways to get to help with grief, grief. and, in Acts of kindness helps you both physically and mentally. And so we shared a story of my brother in law um, giving out free coffees for Mother's Day. And then people did it for Father's Day in his honor. And it helped everyone deal with losing him. And we now pour out in his memory and doing acts of kindness. We just served 788 homeless in his honor. Um, for the holidays and giving blankets and jackets. And so, I mean... You're just amazing. It is beautiful. <laughs> it is I'm it really is beautiful. you are. Yeah, no, it's it is so beautiful. beautiful. It really right? is. And
1: that's the difference between right. you can take grief mm-hmm. and continue something forward mm-hmm. or you can take it and create... Negative. Negative. Right? And it's, I mean, it is a choice. It's all your choice. It, and it's all perception.
0: It's all... Your thoughts create your reality. And so... And what you allow in.
1: Yep. You know, like this last week I've had people show up and for me in certain ways and I could have said absolutely no and push that away or I could say,
0: yeah,
1: right. come on in and that was very nice and thank you. And, uh, yeah. and even though it feels a little, you know, vulnerable and mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, you can let joy in.
0: Right. Yeah. And that person or that would love for you to have that joy. So you know, I, I know sometimes we have that guilt, right, of thinking so that they don't strange. but they don't and they want you to have love and kindness and great relationships and to live your life here in bliss, you know? That's I mean, work. This is it.
1: You get this life. Right. Like Yeah. Enjoy that sunshine or those sunsets that they're not going to get to. Right. Fill them with joy. So you can And share I it.
0: I always believe that the people that, you know, past or that they're always with us in our hearts so I feel like they're always around me watching and a lot of times (laughs) I actually feel that they come to me in other animals Uh like my brother-in-law I mean um hummingbirds are what yeah I see him um and so when I'm like my birthday or something's going on like he shows up like I'll be like hey how's it going you know so I mean if you can't and it's okay to allow
1: yourself those moments too. That's right. what a lot of people don't do. you know It seems silly or it seems this, but there's something magic in it. And I'll tell you, the day after mm-hmm. um, I woke up feeling like um, my pup was very upset to be away from me. And I had this really strong energy and it was a very rough day. And then the next day, everything was cleaned up and it was just one little moment I looked down next to my bed and there was a feather and there was one little kibble mm-hmm. and from and it was the sign. It, it's mm-hmm. silly. Uh-huh. And it's like when I say it it seems so silly but in that moment it shifted some mm-hmm. things and it made me mm-hmm. you know yeah. feel like it's okay, right? And um so it's okay to look for the little things and enjoy the I mean even if it's silly little things but if it comes to you and you know mm-hmm. that that is from that person or that pup or whatever, it's okay. It's okay. Feel some joy.
0: Yep. So that's kind of, we're gonna kind of wrap it up right there. Um, You know, feel joy and um, just... Give yourself permission, even when it's Mm -hmm. hard, even when it's sad. The sun still shines. It does. (laughs) And we're here for you. You could always reach out and uh, message us and let us know. You could always go to honeyfoundation.org and do acts of kindness in honor of um, some precious uh, life that was lost. And uh, we love you all. And uh, we see are- all the good things, Jamie. <laughs> no, it's Tara. <laughs> um, but we love you all, yeah. and we will see you here next time. Take care. Bye.